0: Ladies and gentlemen Thank you very much for joining me And we have a very, 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 very special broadcast To bring you today There is a lot going on In um, America right now With so much Talk of revolution in the air On both sides Whether on the left side Or on the right side There is discussion Of upheaval. I highly doubt these same people that are speaking of this revolution, of this insurrection, whatever you want to call it, will take part in this civil war. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I am your host reporting for Subliminal Message Studios. My name is Leonardo, aka Leo the Lion, and uh, the first thing we want to get to, the first clip. And we have we have a lot of news to get to. We have a lot of clips to get to. We have a lot of stuff to get to because, after all, there is, with the Biden administration introducing a gas tax holiday, this uh, within itself, um, I don't know how the American people within itself are not listening to that and hearing that and sitting there thinking to themselves, what in the, what are you talking about? Well... We broke down yesterday exactly what he's talking about. The Biden administration is ultimately talking about destroying the transportation industry completely. That is exactly what these supposed gas holidays will do. And I broke down uh, exactly why in my last podcast uploaded yesterday. which was a special broadcast, the same one as this one. But, guys, the first clip I want to get to is uh, uh, so a UK uh, United Kingdom journalist, a red coat. Uh, started the uh, why don't you bloody Americans why are you so violent and you know you should get rid of your guns and representative major Taylor Green major Taylor Green which I highly support and I absolutely love this woman. She is such a strong outspoken woman and it's not that um, what she's saying it's that I can see it in her eyes that she actually believes in what she's saying and she actually believes in freedom for the American people. Now Major Taylor Green comes back at this at this redcoat and tells this redcoat, "You need to worry about your mass stabbings and go back to your country." Absolutely astounding. Let's listen in. It's, and this is about an 18-second clip. It's really really fast. I'm gonna to try to make sure that you guys hear it. And
1: it's our job to defend the Second Amendment. I understand that we don't have guns in the UK, that is true, but we don't have mass shootings either. Children aren't scared to go to you school. You have mass stabbings,
2: lady. You have all kinds of murder, nothing and you laws like Nothing that. like the same rates. Right well, here. you can go back to your country and, and worry about your no-gun. That's my country. We like ours here.
0: <laughs> hold on let me hold on let me let me replay that again. Uh, honestly, that is really really really, really funny. She said, well, then you can go back to the other country, and you know what um there's nothing and i and I'm guessing um the cancel culture if that's what you want to call it, but the the mainstream establishment is going to come after Major Taylor Green, claiming she's a racist towards british speaking people or United Kingdom. These are a bunch of red coats, and we know that for a fact, ladies and gentlemen. There is—it's it, not just everyone thinks that. What really started, or everyone thinks that uh, you know, it was just uh, seventeen seventy six. Really got kicked off when they took away the guns. It wasn't just that, ladies and gentlemen. There was speaks of revolution way before seventeen seventy six. And if they were going to take our guns, something else would have started it. Another tax stamp would have got introduced, and. America back then had the heart and the will to stand up and say no, we'd rather live like free, loving human beings but let's go back to this clip just one more time because it's really, 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 really funny
1: job to defend the second amendment yeah, i understand that we don't have guns in the uk that is true. we don't have mass shootings either children aren't scared to go to you school. have mass stabbings
2: lady you have all kinds of murder and you like got laws nothing that. like the same rates well here. you can go back to your country and, and worry about your no guns oh, that's my country. we like ours here
0: <laughs> All right. <let's, laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I honestly genuinely uh, genuinely like that lady. That is that is who should be running for president. That is who should be elected for president in 2024. I would not um, be voting for uh, Ron DeSantis if he ran. Uh, I would not be voting for uh, Donald Trump. I've already stated that uh, multiple times. Um, I Not 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 because I. Uh, uh, not because I believe he can't do some good. I just think it would either, even if he could do some good um, being president in 2024, I do believe it would be too po- polarizing for the American um, mind, if you will. It, what I'm trying to say that is either way, if uh, Donald Trump was to be elected in 2024, either way, and no matter how good or no matter what good he would do, it would all be turned around and be used uh, um in a civil war, um, in a civil war, you know, defense for the left Democrats for the military industrial complex. And, you know, we, we'd see, you know, we'd see another president get killed, you know what I mean? And, uh, I, I like I, I stated yesterday, um, I'm beginning to think more and more because after looking at a few clips, uh, a few clips from today and a few articles from today, um, More and more, I'm seeing more and more Democrats echoing the need for um, Gavin Newsom to run for president in 2024. So I do believe he's going to make one of those surprise announcements, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm running for president, you know what I mean? I could definitely, I could definitely see that, you know what I'm saying? I could definitely, definitely see that. There would have to be something, there would have to be something that would have to happen for, for it to be, for it to make sense. And for to people, for to, for people to really get behind um, Gavin Newsom, and right now uh, the kind of platform he's shading himself in is limited government. The same thing the Democrats are trying to do is the Democrats are trying to make themselves the the party of you know of uh, limited government and small government and and uh, free individual choice and uh, you know my and, you know all, all the other bullcrap. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, getting into just getting straight into it, guys. So uh, I wanted to play that clip because it kind of leads me into uh, this most recent um, New York Times article that I'm seeing, right, ladies and gentlemen. And this is how they're starting to spin. It's almost like right on time, right on cue, they start linking guns with guess what? God and the Bible. And now, all of a sudden, they're going to start spinning this, uh, spinning this idea of, well, you know what? You know what? It's not really that guns are the problem. It's really God. It's these Christians. It's the people that believe in Jesus, right? I crap you not. Listen to this article, right? The myth of the good guy with a gun has religious roots. I crap you not. The myth of the good guy with a gun has religious roots. So the AR-15 style rifle was used in the school shooting in Uvalde, Texas. They're gonna, not even going to mention that um, police were actually in the school while kids were getting their heads uh, chopped to pieces and stuff like that. They did have AR-15 rifles. They did have shields that protected them. They were completely able to go in there and stop the shooter. But, you know what I mean, it's going to read like this. Listen to this, guys. And this is how it reads. Once again, the R-15-style rifle used in the school shooting in Uvalde, Texas last month was made by an arms manufacturer that regards selling weapons as part of its Christian mission. In a state where Greg, Greg Governor Abbott declared six months after an earlier massacre, the problem is not gun, it's hearts without God. The guns prevent challenge prior suggestions that declining religious might bear some of the blame. Did you hear what they just said. The gun's prov- uh, prevalence challenged prowess suggestions that declining religiously might bear some of the blame. Daniel Defense, the Georgian company whose gun enabled the slaughter of Rob Elementary School, presents its corporate identity in explicitary religious terms. At the time of the shooting, the company's social media presence, a presence including an image of a toddler, toddler with a rifle in his lap. Above the text of Proverbs, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. I crap you not. Now it goes on further, and they're making this religious uh, uh, correlations with people that want to carry firearms. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, this is right on cue, guys. And it go and it gets worse, ladies and gentlemen. It gets worse the way they spin this. Okay. Because they're and they're doing this, and like I said, they're doing this by design. They're they they're doing this because they want to show a correlation, so they can have uh, the same so so they can have the same reasoning for or they so they can have the same reasoning that the German uh, Third Reich did for starting to round up the Jews. And this is the type of rhetoric, this is how it began, ladies and gentlemen. This is how the German people, even if they did not support the Third Reich, this is exactly how the the German people were acclimated and socialized and brainwashed to think, oh, okay, well, even if my neighbor is getting rounded up and sent off to some camp, even if I see a SWAT, team, even if I see black, uh, you know, uh, troops and, and um, black suits going to my neighbor's house and I hear a bunch of shooting and people dying, so what? It's not me and they're Jews. Well, how do you think that brainwashing was set into place? Well, they're doing it. By doing this same type of brainwashing, these same type of articles, identifying and labeling a group and already presenting the the theory and the the supposed uh, idea that the American people, that's how they already think. Now, listen to this. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, it gets worse. While some might suggest a Christian firearm company is a contradiction in terms, Daniel's defense is hardly alone. According to a public religious religion research is uh, institute study, evangelicals evol- uh, evol- uh, evol- have a higher rate of gun ownership than other religious groups. Evangelicals, uh, whatever it's. I, I'm sorry. I think I'm still producing. Uh, that word completely wrong They're, they want to say Christians I think they changed the word from Christians to evangelicals, uh, 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 evangelicals. I don't know why I'm messing this word up so much you know regardless um, so um, anyways they say Evangelicals have a higher rate of gun ownership than other religious groups. Across the country, they account for a significant share, not only for demand, but of the supply. In Florida, Spikes Tactical makes a line of crusader weapons adorned with a quote from Palms. Missouri-based CMMG advertises its employees' commitment to meet each and every morning to pray for God's wisdom in managing the enormous responsibility that comes with this business. Now, they go on by saying this quote, for many Americans, Christians, Jews, or I'm sorry, for many Americans, Christians, Jesus, guns, and the Constitution are stitched together as durably as a Kevlar vest. Now, they go on by saying more than a 100 years ago, this strobe was already so well established that a popular silent Western from 1912, the two-gun sermon, told the story of a minister assigned to a rough and tumble outpost. when When ruffians menace him, he holds them at gunpoint until they listen to him preach. The film's message is one with... With as one which twenty first century Christian gun enthusiasts would probably agree, sometimes guns are necessary for the Lord's work, and this is how they're spinning this this throttle towards getting rid of Christians, and not only getting rid of Christians, but making Christianity illegal, ultimately illegal. To not only practice in schools, which, thank God, the uh, Supreme Court has started to see the contradictions. And not just the contradictions, but the blatant satanic uh, take hold that we've seen in educational uh, school systems. Once again, if you really, really want to look at it, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to uh, uh, remember that scientists or science is known as a religion now. Revolutionary theory is taught in schools. That is a religionary. Uh, that is a religion theory thought. That is a religion uh, theory right there. But it's taught. It's taught in schools. So now all the left of uh, the left and the Democrats are saying how Christians or Christianity should not be allowed in schools and they should not be allowed state money because it's quote unquote in there and what they're saying. It's against the Constitution because separation of religion and state. But they had no problem with having science religion involved in the state. And this is where the contradiction comes in. And you can tell this is where the satanic nature also comes into effect, too. It's not just contradicted, but I want you to realize that as a whole. We Oh, okay. So it's, we have no problem with indoctrinating children into the belief that they come from monkeys, or they come from fish now, or they come from whatever the science deems, this is the new science, you know, this is the new updated science, so you guys need to believe in it. But when it comes to Christianity, or religion being involved in school, oh, that's, no, 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 that's against the rules, that's that's against the Constitution, no, no, no I'm 100% sure what happened back in 1899 was against the Constitution. When a bunch of socialists got together and decided to take away intellect out of schools, to take away education and knowledge out of schools and replace it with socialism and subjugation and dog training. Now, I'm 100% sure that was when it really, really went against the Constitution. And it just escalated then and escalated after that. With the theory of Darwinism. And now we're all knowing that Darwin himself was a deep believer in Satan. He actually did believe in Satan. He did believe in the occult. But of course, that's not uh, against the Constitution either, right? That's not a separation from religion and state. I'm just saying, we, you know, we learn, remembering history, which is why um, I do believe that we need a... Uh, we need... Like a trove, we need a, a band of historians that fight back against a, a globalist every single time they release these these Western uh, or uh, these these this fake news on mainstream media. We need a, a group full of historians to literally debunk it and go after it at a point where the media almost, or where the internet almost gets shut down because it's everywhere. Everyone is talking about it. So I, you know, I don't, I don't want to get off, uh, get off, um, um, get off point because this, this article, it honestly, like I said, goes even further, guys. It goes even further. So it goes, it goes on by saying this. We can see the implications of this, even if. Unstandingly non-religious aspects Of our current gun debate Which are influenced by theological Assumptions in surprising ways The instance that guns Are used constantly Are successfully for self-defense And protecting the community found its most Infamous expression in the wake of 2012 shooting at Sandy Hook Elementary School When the National Rifle Association Wayne Layer Wayne Layer Perry said The only way to stop a bad guy with a gun Is a good guy with a gun now, since then, despite um, supposedly being debunked, which absolutely no, that they never debunked it, they just souped up data from gang violence and said, oh, well, you know what I mean? No, you're debunked. Look at all these shootings. Look at all these instances where people with guns kill people and there was a person with a gun that didn't do anything. Well, first of all... Um, that data didn't show anything that data only showed that you're that guns are not only the problem but um gang violence and tribalism and the group fascism fascism is that's the problem it's not the guns it's a it's when groups get together and decide that they want to take over stuff and good people decide well Okay, because they're so brainwashed and they're thinking, you know what I mean. Whatever you know, whatever happens, happens. You know what I mean. We'll let the law decide. Who who cares if you get shot? Who cares if you get raped? Let the law decide, because the law is the law, right? But what happens, ladies and gentlemen? What happens when the law is unlawful within itself? That is, uh, you know, I guess that's all. That's all I'm saying, guys. So. I want to get to um, uh, uh, I want to get to this uh, uh, next clip, and once again, guys, the Supreme Court has ruled in favor of the Constitution, and right on cue, guys. I mean, right on cue, like right after the Supreme Court ruled on um, giving the American people back their constitutional rights, which is once again, you cannot take something from someone if it was their God-given right. It is our god-given right, it is a human right. We'll leave, you know what? Like I said, like I'll leave God out, I'll leave my own religion out of this if that's what you want to do. I'll leave all of that out of this. It is your human right. You are a human being. You have a right to self-defense. You have a right to hold uh, to carry a weapon wherever you go because there are bad people in this world. There are corrupt figures in this world. There are people that just want to harm and, um, hurt people. That is the fact. So anyways, ladies and gentlemen, right on cue, let me switch this real quick, right, right on cue, Mayor Eric Adams addresses, um, uh, the Supreme Court ruling and states that this isn't going to change anything with, the gun regulations that we put into our state, we don't care about the Constitution. We don't care about the gangs taking over my uh, our city. We don't care that people in New York City cannot can barely even feed themselves. People in New York City barely can even have their uh, barely have their electricity turned on half of the day. He doesn't care about any of that. All he cares about is making sure the people of New York do not have a right to defend themselves. They can stay in their homes and starve, and possibly go back on lockdown. Right? Let's get back to the, Let's get to this clip.
3: I have said and stated uh, for some time now that uh, the Supreme Court decision was keeping me up at night. It's clear to reach the point. Or we won't have any sleep this decision is so impactful when i spoke with my chief counsel based on this preliminary analysis i said give it to me on a scale of one to ten very close to a
0: change <laughs> and now this is about this is about a, a three three or four minute clip the whole the whole thing i put on my um, uh, my twitter account Go follow me on Twitter, ladies and gentlemen. And it's about 17 minutes long. I don't think I'm going to break down the whole 17-minute long clip. But he said, oh, it's about a 10. Well, your gang violence and the stuff that's going on in your city, how would you grade that, Mayor Eric Adams? What is that? What is that? Oh, well, I mean, uh, I looked at – I talked to – I talked to my –
3: I said, give
0: it to me. I talked to my chief counsel, right? And I said, give it to me. Give me give me give me the gimme the crime rate on a scale of one to ten. And my chief counsel looked at me and he said, Oh, I mean it's only about a one it's not like we're getting affected by, you know, any of the gangs, any of the robberies, any of the rapes, any of the people that are just shooting people on many trains in San Francisco and New York City, any of the rapes that any either the woman that just got raped on the on a bus right in front of everyone. Yeah, you know, no, no, no. What about the woman that got beat right in front of everyone a couple of weeks ago? No, we're not worried about that. Give it to me on a scale of one to ten. Give me my crime rate on a scale of one to 10. Oh my God, it's about a one. We're not worried about, we ain't worried about nothing. No, now give me the scale of the Supreme Court decision on giving these peasants, these slaves the right to carry a firearm. Give me that on a scale of one to 10. Mayor, that's around a, that's about a 10. You'll never go to sleep. It's gonna be horrible. People are gonna be dead everywhere. I know that's already happening right now. You mean more people? Yes, I mean more people. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, you can't make this shit up. You got to be kidding me. I mean, realize, I, I realize the not just the, not, not, not just what he's saying, but realize the ironic in it. What are you talking about? Give it to me on a scale of one to ten. You have enough problems with the massive crime rate with the gangs that are running New York City basically right now. And not only that, with the freaking drugs that are being just, just, just ran all across New York City. New, I, I looked at a database with how many people are on some type of psychotropic drug in New York City. It is a staggering 88% in New York City. 88% of New York, New York State. Everyone is drugged out on either legal forms of drugs or an illegal form of drug. Everyone is drugged out in New York City. That's by their own freaking database, ladies and gentlemen. Now, according to Mayor Eric Adams, what he's really, really worried about on a scale of 1 to 10, he said the right for you to have your gun and, and defend yourself that scares him and keeps him up at night, and keeps him up at night, and that's about a ten for him. <laughs> Let's, I'm gonna rewind that a little bit, guys, because you can't. I, I just, you can't make this up, man. This is what a Nazi looks like. This is the the Nazi rhetoric right here, ladies and gentlemen. This is Nazi rhetoric right here. This is the way Nazi used to talk. Like if you look at if you are able to find old footage of S the SS actually giving speaks uh, speeches in the, in neighborhoods where it wasn't just Adolf Hitler, guys, why do you think the United States government actually went out of their way to burn and actually still to this day classify certain Nazi archives and certain Nazi footage before the Third Reich actually took over? Why do you think that is? Because they were saying some of the same rhetoric. That you're seeing coming out of California, New York City, the U.S. Treasury—they're uh, you, uh, you, seeing you're seeing the same rhetoric, guys. This is the way the Nazis were speaking before they completely started taking control, before they introduced and made it legal. I always want—I always want the people to remember that. I always want, even if you're a new listener, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to remember the Third Reich didn't just do it. Without they they made killing Jews and rounding up Jews legal in the German government. They had to make everything they were doing legal. Why do you think the Nuremberg trials could not be held in the German court? Because according to the German court, what the Third Reich did, what the Nazis did, it was all legal. Everything was legal. What do you mean? We, we're not going to hold these Nazis accountable for what they did. They're killing Jews legally. They're they they're they gassing children, gassing children, Jewish children, and 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 colored people legally. They're stopping out colored Muslims legally, out, especially out in Ukraine. Ukraine was very famous for that. They were very especially in World War II, They were very famous for shooting. The um, genitalia and uh, the the private parts off of uh, colored, colored, colored speaking, um, uh, colored, colored speaking Russians and Muslims during the Third Reich. Ukraines, the, the Ukrainians were very famous for that. So let's get back to about a one to ten, right? You gotta be freaking kidding me! One to ten.
3: The decision is so impactful. When I spoke with my chief counsel. Based on this preliminary analysis, I said give it to me on a scale of one to 10. Very close to a 10 of the major concern that we have. While we're still analyzing the decision, we can say with certainty that this decision has made every single one of us less safe from gun violence. The decision ignores the shocking crisis of gun violence every day. Engulfing not only New York, but engulfing our entire
0: country. Remember remember the terminology that they keep they continue to use. The subliminal messaging, the psychology that goes into your head, when they when you hear gun violence, especially after a hearing it, that's why they say it multiple times, gun violence, gun violence, gun violence, you know what I mean? They wanted to drill into your head that it's the gun that's causing the violence and not the human, it's human violence. We need to change these terminologies so we can really, really, really um actually become enlightened and, and illuminate ourselves and really really develop a better social stance with the world, ladies and gentlemen. It's human violence, it's not gun violence. Guns aren't riding around in, you know, in uh top backs and they're not just riding around by themselves, you know, stopping at a seven eleven, drinking forties and stuff like that, or or you know what I mean? They're not. They're not. You know, posting on Twitter that you know Republicans are mass shooters and baby killers, and then they go out, and then they go out of their way to go shoot up you know a school and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like what happened in Uvalde, in Texas. And there's a whole lot more details that are coming out about that. We kind of wanted to update you guys a quick, uh, quick little instance about that. But let's get back to this clip.
3: The opinion claims to be based on nation historical past, but does not account for the reality of today. It ignores the present and it endangers our future. While nothing changes today, and we want to be clear on that, nothing changes today. We have been preparing for this decision and will continue to do everything possible to work with our federal, state, and local partners to protect our city. We will collaborate with other mayors, municipality leaders, and governance and will leave no unturned stone as we seek to undo and mitigate the damage that we are witnessing today.
0: Once again I just want to replay that for you, replay it for you guys, I don't know if you guys heard that correctly, he said nothing changes today. The people of New York are still going to live under tyranny. The New York New York state does not care what the Supreme Court ruled. They don't care that, there's, that their whole state is drugged out. They don't care that the whole state is committing suicide. They don't care about any of that. They don't care about baby uh, baby food shortage. They don't care about gasoline prices. That's not on their list. They don't care about the fact that you can't get food, that you're starving, that you can't even afford to have uh, um four walls over your freaking head they don't care about none of that all they care about and what's keeping mayor mayor eric adams in new york state the only thing that's keeping him up is the people having a right to keep and bear arms and openly display arms in public un- un- unbelievable <laughs> you can't make this cut you can't make it up man you cannot make this up and
3: local partners to protect our city. We will collaborate with other mayors, municipality leaders and governors and will leave no unturned stone as we seek to undo and mitigate the damage that we are witnessing today. Those efforts will include a comprehensive review with the corporation counsel, our chief counsel, and other legal experts to assist us in this manner. As we start to define sensitive locations when carrying a gun is banned and reviewing our application process to ensure that only those who are fully qualified can obtain a carry license. This is something that the police commissioner who's joining me today will ensure that our licensing licensing division is aware of. We work wrote together.
0: They are fully qualified to carry a firearm. All right? You will not have a firearm on you unless you are fully qualified. Now, I'm about to go back home. I got security there. They protecting all my shit. All right? My children, they about to go to that private school with security that have AR-15s on them at the school because it's a private school. That's just how I roll. All right, but yo ass better be qualified to carry that gun. Protect yourself and you and your family, sir. What kind of... What do you mean, man? I don't I don't have I don't have money to pay for security. Well, then you shall get raped. You shall die. You shall get vaccinated. Do you have any babies? Yeah, I just had a son. Go get that little child vaccinated, boy. What the fuck? I mean, this guy is a freaking Nazi. If I've ever seen one, you can't make this shit up. Listen to what they're saying. Listen listen to what he's saying. He he doesn't care about food. He doesn't care about anything like that. He has made it a notation within the last two minutes and thirty four seconds of me listening to this gentleman. He doesn't care about food. He doesn't care about baby shortage baby foreman shortages. He doesn't care about tampons for women. He doesn't care about women getting raped in New York City on buses. He didn't care he doesn't care about none of that shit. Only thing that's keeping him up at night is the fact that the that maybe, just maybe. New York State had a glimpse, had a glimpse of hope with protecting good and innocent people. Oh my God, I see light! Oh, never mind, that that went away real quick. Disgusting, absolutely disgusting. Let's get back to it
3: to limit the risk. This decision will create once it is implemented. and we cannot allow New York to become the wild, wild west. That is unacceptable.
0: The New York already is the wild, wild west. What are you talking about? How, how drunk are you right now? Honestly, your eyes are kind of bloodshot.
3: This decision is created. We will not allow our city to live in fear that everyone around us is armed. And that any altercation could evolve into a shootout we would not allow the men and women of the police department to be subject subjected to further danger making their already difficult jobs even more harrowing. ah and let me be, say this again we would do
0: This, uh, uh, you know, um, it's funny he says that, guys. And I'm about ready to shut this guy all the way up. But it's very, very uh, funny he says this because he is also the one that said, I have to, quote, unquote, keep these white crackers in line. And we will And if I really had it my way, I would just get all the white people out of the police force. But, yeah, he, he cares so much about the police force. Right. He cares so much about. The police being targeted, the police being killed in New York State. He cares so much about all that. He cares so much about it that he was the one that wanted to defund the police force. That's how much he cares, ladies and gentlemen. That's how much he cares about the police in New York State. I hope you're listening. I hope I have a few police in New York City that are listening. That's how much your mayor cares about you. I I, I wish you'd care enough to feed me. Shut up, slave! You won't eat food. What are you, what are you, retarded? You're not going to eat food. Be glad that you're a cop where I would have already taken that gun away and then force vaccinated that baby you got.
3: Everything in our power, using every legal resource available to ensure the gains we've seen during this administration are not undone and that New Yorkers are not put in greater, greater danger of gun violence. There is no place in the nation that this decision affects as much as New York City. There is no place in the nation that is going to be impacted based on this decision more than New York City. There is no place in the nation that the decision affects as much as New Yorkers. And we are prepared to set an example that will lead the country of how do we fight back on this decision today's oh. Supreme Court decision may have opened an additional river that is going to feed the sea of gun violence in our city and in our nation.
0: Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Mayor Eric Adams will lead the way in fighting back against the Supreme Court, all right, ladies and gentlemen. And, and you know, and he's doing that. Okay, guys, he's doing that because he cares so much. He cares so much, it, like, like he said, the one thing that was keeping him awake at night was the New York State people owning freaking firearms, baby. Them having the ability to protect themselves, okay? He's looking out for you and me, you know? He wants to curb the gun violence, as he says, no, no, don't talk to him about the gang violence and drugs and, and rape and, and, and murder. Don't talk to him about all that. He doesn't care about none of that. It's not his job to care about none of that. What he is worried about is the Supreme Court ruling that will affect New York and my ability to be king in New York. I am God. These peasants, these slaves will listen to me. As Mayor Eric Adams put it. Now I want to get to oh man, I want to get to this it's you know and and, and and ladies and gentlemen, I right here in Omaha, Nebraska guys, we're not doing any better. The rhinos have taken over here in Nebraska we're it's it, we're, we're gone. It's just isn't this, is, this is not a Republican state. This is a Biden Republican state right now ladies and gentlemen, that's what it is, okay? That is, of course, to um, uh, um, uh, Don Bacon, which is a, uh, um, uh, which in CNN own words, and I quote, "Oh, you mean the Biden Biden Republican? Yeah, Don Bacon from Omaha. Yeah, he's a Biden Republican. Yeah, yeah he'll definitely look to um, um, vote on this gun restriction. You know, we have to restrict these slaves' rights to uh, defend themselves." <laughs> We're going to come from them, children. The FDA has already approved vaccines for children under five. Now all we have to do is put it into law to force it. Now your children will not be able to go to daycare unless they're vaccinated. Think about it, ladies and gentlemen. That's coming next. Now your four-year-old will not go to be able to go daycare unless they're vaccinated. They start putting incentives in, incentives in for that here soon. Watch out for that. But let's go to Don Bacon, the Biden Republican. <laughs> Unbelievable! The Biden Republican saying he will not support Trump. He says Trump was wrong and won't support him in the primary, right? He would literally step over dead children to make sure he can take away someone's guns. And the
2: violence. Don't the to mike pence? Well, i don't like it but i said i heard all that before the testimony but i probably keep up to i watch the news for i listen to you but most of the stuff we knew about i don't like it it was uh we respect voter election results and you have the courts to appeal but we have rule of law at some point you got to respect the results and uh, so i don't and i i admire mike pence i think he's a honest Good person, you may not agree with this politics, I personally do, but I thought he did the right thing, and it was uh, I so the pressure campaign I, I disagreed I thought it was wrong. Yeah, but he continued to do it even after he yeah. was told it was illegal. Do you think that he acted illegally or even criminally? Well, I believe uh, he probably had people talking to both ears. I just, I'm not a lawyer, I think it was just wrong. But I get asked this on some other shows, not a lawyer to judge if it's criminal or not. I'll let, I'll let the uh, attorneys do that. I just think people say it was wrong at some point. Our, our country, we've we had our first elections, and it was 1990, and came in power in 1991. you got to respect the results. Otherwise, you lose what we got. Do you think that Trump should run again? Would you support him if you did? Well, I was asked this on when of your friendly news channels uh, the other day. I prefer, I, I would, when it comes to the primary, I will not be supporting him. I'll be looking for a better candidates. I want to win in our district. Uh, we lost our district by eight points at the presidential level. And I end up putting mine by five, or roughly. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think uh, we should be looking for someone who can win in sub- suburban areas. Mm-hmm. And I think you can. Didn't show it this last time. Mm-hmm. Granted, the, the environment's a little different because we have high inflation, high crime, throughout the country, the border. Uh, but we can we can select somebody that has some policies. Mm-hmm. But we also got to have an optimistic message. And I think people, at least where I'm from, want a more respectful message. I think if you're disrespectful you lose a lot of votes, lose where i from. And so I think we gotta have the conservative message or the policy. I think you had it. We didn't have the
0: respectful side of that and the comportment, temperament, and that's uh so that's what we want to look for, someone that fits that point. Right. I I can't do it. So, uh, and, and so Don Bacon says, "Oh, of course, you know what I mean. Open borders, you know, uh, high, uh, high, uh, high crime violence, you know, and and all that is important. But you know, what we really need to focus on is having a more candidate that can focus on the suburban area, right? You know, so none of that, none of that. Why, well, you know, uh, the Biden, well, it's, it's literally talking like a freaking Democrat. So, high crime violence, uh, open borders." inflation none of that none of that touches stone with him what really matters is uh, uh, you know uh, um, uh, a proponent that um, focuses on the suburban areas and like i said ladies and gentlemen here in omaha nebraska we're not doing any any better and that's exactly where subliminal message studios is broadcasted that is here in omaha nebraska guys and we're not doing any better hell just yesterday ladies and gentlemen this is a headline omaha police Man carrying concealed weapon arrested near College Weird Series. Omaha police officers called to Baseball Village on Wednesday morning after reports of an armed party. They arrested a 35 year old man they said was carrying an unreg- unregistered firearm. Oh my God. Oh my God, it's unregistered. Oh my God. This freaking slave, he walks around with a firearm trying to protect himself. How dare he? He showed up at a baseball village? Oh my God. How dare you show up at a baseball village with an unregistered firearm? Sir, there are reports of um, um, a major shortage in the police precincts here, here in Omaha, Nebraska. What do you say to that? I say there's no shortage. I say if we're getting raped and stabbed, Omaha scanner basically tells you almost every day, oh, there are no police units en route. Suspect shot laying on the ground in the street. In the street. Police precinct have no available units to further assist the man that's bleeding in the middle of the street. We'll be in the en route and within the next two hours. Two hours passed by. Police units from Bellevue will be in route here soon. Every day in Omaha scanner. That's what's. <laughs> it's amusing too. That's that's almost every day in Omaha scanner, ladies and gentlemen. Suspect shot. Police aren't around. You know, police aren't they are not able to apprehend the you know uh, apprehend the actual suspects that did the shooting. Shootings happen. You know. Um, Man shot 35 towns, uh, 35, uh, 35 times somewhere down north. Police units are unable to respond. Oh, but there's a, a call came in after a report of a man armed with a firearm. and he was reported walking around at baseball village. Oh my God. Oh my God. Who cares if the gangs are shooting and shooting at people and robbing people down north and all across Omaha right now? Who cares about that? There's a report of a man walking around with a firearm and concealed and he's not doing anything. He's not harming anyone. He's just walking around. We are going to arrest that scumbag. Yeah. Oh yeah. But then later on tonight and during the day we'll get report after report ladies and gentlemen right here in Omaha Nebraska Omaha Nebraska we'll get report after report man stabbed person robbed police un, uh, police un, unavailable to be in route man shot police unavailable to pick up the suspect man robbed police unavailable to be there to help you know what i mean home invasion happening police unavailable to be, uh, be to be in route cuz there's not enough police on our precinct, there's no, they're, they're, we're unable to keep police on our precinct because they're politicizing our police. The left are attacking our police unions and indoctrinating our police unions, and then the new, the new uh, police cadets that are getting higher on, they're starting to see the political attributes and they're like, what the hell are we doing? We're not protecting the community, we're enslaving the community. Just last year, we had over almost, I think it was maybe the year, no, it was last year, we had 120 new cadets in the police precinct. 120 new cadets. Almost all of them quit. That is a reality, almost all of them quit. But of course, reports of a man armed Walking around at a baseball village, not doing anything, you know, not harming anyone, you know, not throwing up gang signs, you know what I'm saying? You know, he's not with his posse, just walking around at a baseball village on Wednesday. And police showed up and they arrested that man for an unregistered firearm. Officers responded at 1027 a.m. to 13th and Mike Ferry Streets where they found a man matching the description provided to the 911 dispatcher. Officers detained the male, and a loaded firearm was located in his possession. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Reports are coming in from, uh, from down on 60th and Ames. Apparently, four people were shot. 80 times. Shut up. We're not worried about that. We need to talk about this man that was caught with a loaded firearm walking around a baseball a baseball village on Wednesday with a loaded firearm. Alright? He wasn't doing anything. We need to talk about this man. And you know what Out. This is the reason why we need to get rid of guns. This is the reason. I crap you not like this is it, it, and it's absolutely stunning. If you and if you don't, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't believe me, guys, let me go to um, let me go to Omal Scanner right now, guys. And I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this live, so you don't think I'm just over here uh, uh, blowing smoke, guys. Over the wrong one. Let me just a uh, second. All I got to do is scroll down a little bit, and there it will be. Uh, for crying out loud, I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. Now, uh, when I'm trying to do it live, now I'm coming up. Give me just one second. I apologize. Let me just look it up. That'd be probably a lot more smarter. All right, guys, so uh, this is Omar Scanner, uh, Scanner, and this is one that was just 14 hours ago, right? Caller says a male in the drive-thru said he was looking for a job, asked for water, then came inside with a gun and took money. Suspect was a 25- to 30-year-old black male in blue clothing, fled westbound on foot with a handgun. All right, guys, but, oh, yeah, but reports of a loaded firearm This guy went to the Burger King, said he was looking for a job, came inside with a gun outside, went and robbed them. Oh, but get this, police were unable uh, unable to respond. Shots fired, multiple callers reporting several shots fired. One caller says their house was shot at. Police unavailable to respond. Gang unit officers on a tra- traffic stop request backup due to a non-compliant driver. Right, guys? Oh, yeah, due to a non-compliant driver. The gang unit here in Omaha, Nebraska, they wanted to request backup because a non-compliant driver. These are the real things that matter, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Here's, here's another one, guys. I mean, I'm, it's... It, it it gets it it gets worse, guys. Like it goes further and further and further, 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 further. So, let me get another one. According to multiple police sources, the su- uh, uh, suspect was. Taken into custody, and a firearm was required after multiple shots were enacted. An- an- the radio station was switched to an encrypted radio channel so they can, uh, you know, uh, close down. Here's another one. This is uh, just a few days ago. 22nd in Miami. One round. No callers. Police are unable to respond. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, I, I-, I can keep going. Like All I'm literally doing is just scrolling down. Scrolling down Omaha scanner and it's night after night, day after day, mail, uh, mail is held at gunpoint. Callers unable to, uh, police unable to respond. Here's another one. 40th and Hartman, DC, uh, SO performing a high risk stop on a stolen vehicle with multiple occupants. Now in a foot pursuit of one party. Deputy now not answering status checks. I mean, guys, it's, you know... Here's another one. Uh, 26 in Hamilton. Call for shots fired in the area. Caller saw a burgundy SUV flee the area. Multiple callers heard between 5 to 10 shots fired. One caller saw a Maroon Jeep Patriot in a brake light out with flee the area. This is every, every, every single day, ladies and gentlemen. But, of course, reports have come in of a man... Not doing anything, just walking around, and reports came in of him carrying a firearm concealed. And when police showed up, they arrested Mike Fair. Or I'm, I'm I'm sorry, they arrested and detained William Poland. and he was booked on first offense concealed carry weapons charge and having an unregistered firearm. Officers detained the male and loaded a fire, and a loaded firearm was located in his possession. Now, an OPD spokesperson sent a Wednesday email to uh, to news media. I mean, we're not doing any better, guys. You know what I'm saying here? We are not doing any better. We're out here unable to respond to gang violence, to actual human violence on an everyday occurrence. We're out here with police officers that are in prison systems that are banging their inmates and running drugs in prison systems, getting caught left and right. Multiple accounts have come out now of, of of police of police in prisons banging, having sexual intercourse with their inmates, having relationships with their inmates. And now it's coming out more and more that oh, it's actually a known thing in prison systems where jail where where, where police are oh they're well known to be banging their inmates. Yeah. Poli- most of them are women too. Most of them are women and they're just banging the shit out of the inmates in there. Letting them run drugs. Oh, they feel bad. Oh, I my mean, God, you shouldn't be in here. You know what I'm saying? But of course, of course, it's all about equality, right? Wake up. Wake up, guys. Now, thank God the Supreme Court has made this decision. And I mean that to a very, very high extent. Now, uh, just getting into it real quick. This is a quick, uh, quick clip uh, and this is uh, the Senate, the Senate that's um, debating the uh, new gun, uh, the new gun regulations, the new um, Red code regulations that they want to uh, put on the American people. but uh, let's get to this clip right quick. listen to this.
1: If we can provide our law enforcement officers and courts the funding and training they need to make crisis intervention laws effective, we can protect our communities and ensure that future law, lives are not lost. The Bipartisan Safer Communities Act will help us do just that. Our legislation also enhances the review process for firearms fires under 21 years of age. This new process will require an investigative period to review criminal and mental health records, including checks with state databases and local law enforcement. Over the last four years, six of the nine deadliest mass shootings were by people who were 21 or younger. The Bipartisan Safer Communities Act ensures we respond to this deadly trend in a meaningful way.
0: Yeah, guys. So did you hear what he just said? Oh, yeah. We're going to make sure that before you can obtain a weapon to defend yourself, defend you and your family, against gangs and marauders. We're going to make sure that you have a psychological. We're going to make sure you have, um, uh, in their words, you know, which you can define what training with a firearm is. But we're going to make sure you go through loop after loop after loop after loop before you can obtain a firearm to defend yourself and even after that. And we're not, you know what, before I even say after that, we're not going to talk about how the doctors... And how these therapists that we're going to have uh, have you go and talk to, well, they're all going to be, let's say, very, very left-driven. They're all going to be very, very pro-taking away people's guns. They're going to be very, very anti-gun. But we're going to send you to these therapists for your right to self-defense. And then if you get denied, we're just going to be like, well, you're racist. I mean, guys, you can't, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, you can't make this shit up, guys. And I want to get to a few clips on this, ladies and gentlemen. But once again, just always remember, guys, Subliminal Message Studios is right here in Omaha, Nebraska, guys. If you want to call in, call 402-973-5281. Once again, that's 402-973-5281, guys. You can call us in, call up the show, and we'll get you on here. Tell us what you think about the gun, you know, uh, the, um... Mental health issue. Tell us what you think about common sense gun reform. Tell us what you think about what we what we should do about, you know, um, guns being on the street and how we definitely need to get rid of firearms. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's it's you know, it's just a scourge upon this planet. Who cares about fentanyl and who cares about the pharmaceutical companies creating fentanyl and giving it to America? Who cares about suicide rates jumping skyrocket because of lockdowns? Who cares about children wanting to kill themselves at ages 10 to 11 now? Who cares about, who cares that women or should I say little girls are being trained to become only fans and think that that's the only way to get rich? Who cares about your children learning about guns and how to kill people from games and YouTube? Who cares about all of that stuff, ladies and gentlemen? Let's take our vaccinations. Let's listen to what they say, okay? And let's be good little slaves. We got some more news for you, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back. All right, slave? I'm a good little slave. Are you? Huh? 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 huh. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you very much for joining me. Oh, yeah. It's- the Supreme Court has went full constitutional, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm loving it. Maybe not full constitutional, but they definitely had, uh, they definitely have given um, uh, s- some true fundamentals back to the American people. So the Supreme Court on Thursday they eased restrictions on carry fire carrying firearms in public, and they actually, and they also went after uh, New York. Now, what did Mayor Eric Adams do? He said, well, you know, I don't care if my whole city is under um, under gang violence. I don't care if my whole city is run by the gangs. I don't care about none of that. The main things that are keeping me up at night is the New York City c- civilians having the right to self-defense with a firearm. That's what the main thing was keeping him Up at night, ladies and gentlemen. Now, the case of New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin was based in a lawsuit brought by two New York men who challenged a state law that requires them to have proper cause or special need in order to carry a firearm outside their home. The ruling might have a ripple effect in many other states. Now, Thursday ruling, which was written by conservative Justice Clarence Thomas, the court found that New York's proper cause requirement was unconstitutional. And let's hear, we already heard from eric adams but i want to i want you guys to hear from uh, another dashing later which is governor uh kathy Hoochlew, which um uh, her her reaction to the supreme court ruling i'm telling you what these libtards these left are losing their freaking minds right now and we need to pay special attention and um um Maybe put some extra guards on a Supreme Court justice, judges, and our judges in general all across America right now as an extra precaution because things are about to erupt here in America. Let's get to this uh, clip. It's about three minutes and 42 seconds. I want to get to the whole clip because it really shows her colors and her ideology and what she really cares about. And that's what I and that's why I, I guess that's 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 why I want to play the whole thirty minutes and forty two seconds because it really 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 shows what she really cares about. You know, she doesn't care about my body, my choice. She doesn't care about none of that. She just cares about enslavement, keeping firearms away from the people keeping self-defense away from the people. That's why they never talk about self-defense. And that's why even if Supreme Court justice has ruled this, they still, we still have not set in stone the real, real functions of carrying the firearm within itself, which is the right to self-defense. That is a real issue that we need to address. Every single time someone uses that gun because they have to, because they're forced to, either way they still go to jail. These are the real laws we need to go after. This is a good start with the Supreme Court. This is a very good start with this new issuance of the Supreme Court. A very good start. But the real laws, the real change of laws needs to happen now. We need to go after the law of self-defense. We need to go after that. We need to go after the law of self-defense. We need to go really, really, really bring that into the light and give it back to the people. So where if you do have to, if you are a law-abiding citizen and you have a firearm and you have to use that firearm because someone is trying to hurt you, steal your stuff, whatever it may be, but your life is in danger, your things are in danger for being taken away from you, you should be able to use that firearm without repercussions and without worries about going to jail. The right to, the, the Second Amendment is not just about the firearm, ladies and gentlemen. It is truly about the right to self-defense. It does not matter the weapon. S- Second Amendment is the, about your right to self-defense. The ability to overthrow a government if they are acting tyrannical and they have deemed themselves evil in nature. And that's exactly what we are facing now. Let's get to this clip of Governor Kathy... She's just, it's just absolutely shocking. We've already heard from uh, um, Mayor Eric Adams, you know, the same guy that said we got to keep these cracker, white crackers in check. But don't worry, he's not racist at all. There's nothing racist about him. He's not worried about food insecurity. He's not worried about inflation. He's not worried about gas. He's not worried about your family keeping lights on in New York. He's not worried about you making sure you stay in a house. He's not worried about your new baby having baby formula. He's not worried about you being a woman and there's no tampons on the shelf. He's not worried about none of that. He's just worried. He's just staying awake at night because he's so concerned that you might have a right to carry a firearm in New York State.
1: Apparently, the Supreme Court has now decided, with this far-reaching decision, that the two-step standard that had been in place since Heller versus McDonald, where they analyze the Second Amendment, where it combines history, we have a history, yes we do, but also means and scrutiny. Does the means of the restriction justify the infringement? and most people would say yes, we have a right to protect people from gun violence. No, they don't. We say in our very quick analysis because this is only minutes old, they have now said that the government must demonstrate that the regulation is consistent with this, this, this nation's historical tradition of firearm regulation. That's it. No longer can we strike the balance. Only if a firearm regulation is consistent with this nation's historical tradition may a court conclude that the individual's conduct falls outside the Second Amendment's unqualified command.
0: She is pissed! Oh, you can see it in her face, ladies and gentlemen. She's like, no, I want to enslave these people. I wanted to force vaccinate your little baby. The FDA just approved vaccinations for children under five. Damn it. I wonder if that. (laughs) She is so angry right now. Oh, it's 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 awesome. I'm so excited, honestly, right now. I'm not excited for Omaha, Nebraska, because the next article I'm going to get to is just freaking astounding. Remember how I was telling you that, you know, I'm, um, so, uh, uh, yesterday, um, the Omaha police were called to, um, a baseball uh, village on Wednesday after reports came in from an armed man. This armed man was not doing anything. Now they showed up there, arrested that man, and found a loaded, unregistered firearm they took that man to jail because he is wrong now uh now just last night and the day and the night before that and the day 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 before that on Omaha scanner report after report gunshots fired police unable to respond. Reports of man getting beaten to death, uh, you know, uh, you know, police unable to respond. Reports of a man dying of a gunshot wound in the middle of the neighborhood, police unable to respond. But they hear a call of an armed man walking around at a baseball village and it's just like, oh, we are going to go take that man to jail. Because he had a loaded, unregistered firearm. That is a crime that... <laughs> It's amazing. Well, it gets even better, ladies and gentlemen. But before we get to this um, next article, guys, and it's, in, and it's here in Omaha, Nebraska, and I want to get to that because it really, really shows the Biden Republicans, the Biden's, Repro- uh, the Biden Republicans take over here in the state of Nebraska. They're a bunch of freaking rhinos, guys. Let's get back to this clip though before we get to this because, it's, it's, like I said, this next article is just that much more uh, amazing. Shocking.
1: Absolutely
0: shocking that they have taken away our right. They have reasonable
1: restrictions. We can have restrictions on speech. You can't yell fire in a crowded theater. Hold on. Oh! I, no restrictions allowed on the Second
0: Amendment. We can't yell fire in a crowded theater. Let me. Let, I, I just. I want to rewind that. She she said. So she's all good. Oh, we have restrictions on free speech. I can silence you anytime I want to here in the state of Nebraska. Oh, but rappers and artists—if they talk about murdering someone and then someone gets murdered in the exact same way they uh, talked about in their rap—well, the police cannot hold them accountable. They can't hold that in court. I killed little Simon with the twenty-two. Dumped the twenty-two in the river right next to you. Then went to the bar for my alibi like what the you know like that's all in the rap and then the police arrest him and they're like hey man we found your gun you 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 know you you made a rap and you you we found your gun it's it was in the lake you know what i mean we we got it man we're taking you to prison no that wasn't me i had an alibi i was at a bar yeah no we know that's why we're at this bar arresting you You'll never get me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's like a key and pill skit. What's going on right now? So let's. I, I want to hear Mayor. Uh, Mayor uh, I'm sorry, uh, Governor Kathy Hooch, Hooch lose her freaking mind because she can't restrict the Second Amendment uh, no more. She can. She has. She's so excited about being able to restrict the First Amendment and your ability to speak out in New York City. But now she's really pissed off because she can't restrict your right to self-defense. Let's go to this one more time.
1: The amendments. Unqualified command. Shocking.
0: Oh fuck it's Absolutely shocking,
1: right? Shocking. that they have taken away our right. They have reasonable restrictions. We can have restrictions on speech. You can't yell fire in a crowded theater. But somehow, there's no restrictions allowed on the Second Amendment. This is New York. We don't back down. We fight back. And we'll be alerting the public, the media, in the very short term, exactly what our language that we've been analyzing. We have language we'd like to now enact into law. Oh. are we sharing
0: that with the leaders, and I'm sorry this dark day has come. All right, real quick, um, was that a that sounded very, very um, subliminal, if you will? We will fight back. We're already enacting laws. Um, is New York is New York State getting ready to try to succeed?
1: We have language we'd like to now enact into law. Are we sharing that with the leaders? And I'm sorry this dark day has come. And We're supposed to go back to what was in place since 1788 when the Constitution of the United States of America was ratified. And I would like to point out to the Supreme Court justices that the only weapons at the time were muskets. I'm prepared to go back to muskets. I don't think they envision the high-capacity assault weapons.
0: Is she retarded? What are you talking about? The only guns back in their time was muskets. I'm, I'm 100% sure. Um, back in 1776, uh, um, muskets, yeah, there were a lot of muskets, ladies and gentlemen, but there were a lot of different other firearms back in 1776, especially not not just firearms, but cannons, were crying out loud. Let's go back to the, uh, let's go back to New York Governor, Kathy, um, being a retard.
1: ...up in magazines intended for battlefields as being covered with it, but I guess we're just going to have to disagree. So, I'll return to our purpose of being here and let people know that our new laws are going to be looking at restrictions on sensitive locations, changing the permitting process, Creating a threshold for those. We're going to have training requirements. We're going to make sure that people have concealed weapons and specified training. We have a whole lot of ideas. And also look at a system where imp- businesses and private property owners would have the right to protect themselves. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. We're just getting started here. Oh,
0: I'm telling you what You know what, um, I highly doubt New York uh, State will ever do anything like succeed so They're two big pussies And they don't fight anything They roll down and, say- and do everything that Beijing tells New York State to do If you don't know that New York City and Beijing in China They're close butt buddies Kind of like Shanghai and California are close sister cities According to Governor Newsom I'm telling you what, guys, uh, and so uh, and, you know, um, so without okay, so without further ado, guys, and I want to get to this. Uh, I want to get to this article, and this is uh, going on in Omaha, Nebraska, um, with um, the the uh, Nebraska's NRA um, chairman, if you will, that most recently uh, stepped down, and this literally happens like right on cue with not only the Supreme Court justice um, um, decision with firearms. Um, But this happens right on cue with driving the narrative of guns, no matter in the guns, no matter which way you put it, are always a problem. You know, like like uh, like. All right. So let me let me give you this uh, headline, guys. So former president of Nebraska's NRA recognized organization withdrawals from both groups. Oh, my God. When Mike when Mike was seven years old, he shot BB guns at Prairie Dogs in his family farm in Nebraska's Sandhills. He was so into it. And at age 19, he bought his first rifle. Now, he joined the uh, NRA in 2003 and became president of Nebraska's NRA-recognized association called the Nebraska Marksmen's Association. Now, while the organization says they defer their lobbying and political efforts to the Nebraska Firearms Owners Association to be a member of the NMA, you also have to be a member of the NRA. The notion that the NRA was there to defend the Second Amendment rights for uh, firearms ownership in a nutshell, you know, I thought that they were an advocate for that kind of public policy. And I thought, well, I should add my voice and support that organization, said Nollett who recently resigned from his lifetime membership. Despite being a member of the NRA for nearly 20 years and still being an advocate for the Second Amendment, Nolitz said he no longer wants to support or be associated with the NRA. In January, he elected to not run for president of the NMA again. And a few weeks ago, he resigned his lifetime membership to the NRA altogether. In a letter to the NRA, Mike Nolitz said that his association is Feelful for an objective examination of the root causes of gun violence, which plagues the United States. While he admits he does not know the cause, Nolan said he believes the NRA needs to support efforts to figure it out. If mental health really is a cause of gun violence in the country, and I'm not sure it is, you would think that they would support politicians that would be also supportive of those efforts, but they don't even seem to do that, he said. He also said he believes some form of gun control is necessary to address gun violence, something he and others calls an epidemic problem in the United States. It's kind of like the old saying: "There, there's no single raindrop that thinks it's responsible for the flood, but every day does it does its part." All I can do is that much," he said. Oh, oh my God! So he stepped down. So Mike Nolan has stepped down for the NMA. And I am about to step up and I'm going to step up um, and I'll let you know, I, I don't want to make that official or anything. I'm just saying this in general, ladies and gentlemen, every single one of us should step up, but. I'm going to step up and say that you are never, ever, ever pro Second Amendment in the first place. And even if you were pro Second Amendment, I, it's clear to it's clear to me that you never had a real, real understanding of what the Second Amendment is truly, truly about. You don't have an understanding of what the Second Amendment and guns and firearms are really, really about. This has nothing to do with mental health. This has nothing to do with with um, uh, uh, the NRA not wanting to support mental health. Um, legislations within our um, st- uh, within our uh, within Washington DC within our Congress within the Senate that's nothing to do with that first of all when you look at mental when you say mental health and the real reason why the NRA did not want to support mental health is because saying mental health is so vague you have to define mental health whenever you put it into context especially when you put it into context when it comes to firearms define mental health when it comes to firearms did you break a leg? That's the reason why we're taking away your guns. Did you lose an arm? That's why we're taking away your guns. Did you get depressed because you're going through a divorce? And that's why we're taking away your guns. It doesn't matter if that's the only thing that brings you happiness. We're taking them away from you. Are you a Christian? Well, we're definitely taking away your firearms. You believe in God, and and after all, right wing extremism and right wing extremism and firearms and Christianity those coincide like bread and butter according to New York Times and we already went through that realize uh, i hope you get this message um, mike nollit i want you to realize that this only helps the mainstream establishment it only gives to the only gives the narrative to the people that are uninformed about firearms, that this is a true gun epidemic. It's a mental health epidemic. It's a gun epidemic. You only drive the narrative that that, to the people that are uninformed to more disinformation. You only drive the narrative that the NRA are racist, that the NRA are the problem for these mass shootings. You just drive that narrative more and more. As soon as you step down from your real beliefs, which clear, which is clear ladies, which is clear, Mike Nolan, those are were never your real beliefs. the Second Amendment was never your real belief. the right to self defense was never your real belief, of course, I'm very happy that you're still being an advocate for the second amendment I'm very happy you're still being an- av- advocate for guns, but you stepping down only furthers the disinformation and only furthers the termination of the second amendment it's a very very it's it's very real ladies and gentlemen it's 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 very real it's very 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 real ladies and gentlemen so uh once again ladies uh once again guys the supreme court has made it that much more easier For the citizens of America to keep and bear arms on themselves when they are in public, knowing that crime rates are going through the absolute roof, knowing that what we are seeing today is not only historical, but it is... Ratifying to be a part of history right now. Because I said this once, so I'm going to say it again. There is no better time for us to get involved into our city councils, into politics, into history. There is no better time for us to get involved when it comes to any of this, ladies and gentlemen. There's absolutely no better time. And um, I do want to get to a few more uh, clips, guys. I have some uh, LGBTQ, um, LGBTQ, um, you know, pedophile news to get to and uh, quite a different other things to get to. Not like not to say that one thing is more important than the other. But, guys, that's, uh, this is just one of the reasons why I've been uh, hammering on the gun debate so much lately because I, I did have a feeling that the Supreme Court was going to rule this way. And I do believe that they're going to rule uh, the same way when it comes to Roe v.ersus Wade. I think they're going to overturn that. And um, I think they're going to leave it to the states. They're going to leave it to the states for them to decide – um, what the ruling is when it comes to the uh, abortion rights, When it, what the ruling is when it comes to the, um, uh, the right to kill babies, you know, I, I'm not going to, and I'm not and I'm not going to, uh, you know, distinct that with my body, my choice. So this is my body, my choice. Yeah, you got pregnant because another man put his dick in you. You might want to uh, reevaluate what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? You might want to reevaluate that altogether. I'm just. I I I understand if that, that may have sounded mean. I, I I'm not going to apologize for it, but it's, it's just trying to put. You know, I'm just whatever. You know, <laughs> whatever, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, uh, getting 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 uh, getting in uh, getting back into um, uh, some more news, guys. So, Juneteenth, the summer of rage, the 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 month of shootouts. Holy crap! The month of shootouts the month of police being shot, the month of crime violence all out this month has just been skyrocketing all throughout Juneteenth. And unfortunately, right here in the state of Nebraska, we actually consider a federal holiday. Well, um, I guess you can uh, 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 give a good thanks to the Biden Republicans for that, right? So, so guys... um, during a uh, uh, Pride Month, listen. This is a headline, guys. Listen to this: Long Island Library pulls out all LGBTQ material in children's section during Pride Month. So on Tuesday, the Smithtown Library Board voted to take down all pride displays and ban any books about gay pride from the children's sections. A controversial move that has, has lots of people weighing in from Governor Kathy Hooch to a New York Times bestselling author. The library's Board of Trustees voted 4-2 to to remove all LGBTQ pride displays from four libraries. Now, listen to this, guys. This is where it gets really, really, really juicy, guys. Our LGBTQ youth are under attack, said David uh, Kilmick, the president and CEO of the New York LGBTQ Network. This isn't Alabama or Florida or the Bible Belt. This is Long Island. <laughs> so, uh, so guys, I-, I-, I can't do it, guys. It- it's-, it's amazing to me. Now... He says LGBTQ youth are under attack. What? First of all, saying LGBTQ youth, don't you think that's very, very, very discriminating and labeling and very, very judgmental towards LGBTQ youth if you want to already put them on a label as if they're on an assembly line or as if they're only found in one state or one city or something like that? What kind of backwards devilish double tongue is this? Our LGBTQ youth are under attack. What are these guys on assembly lines or something? What are these children just like lining up on pedophile red red uh, red carpet runways, getting marched down the line? Oh, never mind. They are now. Branna Baker Steins, the president of the library board, was similarly shocked and disappointed by the actions taken. She told NBC New York, "I was horrified." By the display of ignorance at last night's board meeting, as a member of the LGBTQIA community, I recognize the importance of, importance of access to diverse material. Oh, God, it's so diverse. It's so diverse that they wanted to make sure that they informed your four and uh, three-year-old about gay butt sex. And they wanted to make sure they showed the different positions that guys could get into. Yeah. You know, it's a little bit of a diverse material for you, you know what I'm saying? And she was just she was horrified. You know, Brian Brianna Brianna Baker Steins is you know, she sounds like a freaking Nazi Steins. Nine 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 nine. <laughs> she was horrified. She was absolutely horrified. I wonder how she feels about the new Supreme Court ruling, you know? So um The push to block gay pride books targeted for kids from libraries is happening nationwide. Nationwide. I wonder why. Now, a conservative group Catholic vote is calling on parents to hide the pride by checking all out LGBTQ books, essentially emptying all pride displays from libraries. Yes, I 100 percent agree with that. We should take all those books out and then burn them right in front of the library. And then inform them that, uh, the next time you put this in the library, we'll come right back in with our new library cards, you know what I mean? And we'll you know check out all your LGBTQ pedophile dog child grooming material and we'll, we'll take it outside and we'll, we'll put it in a pit and we'll burn it right in front of you again. So, uh, uh, you know, this is a tweet, guys, and I want to get to this, too. Uh, get to this, too. So this is a tweet by uh, Governor uh, Kathy Hoechley of New York. You know the uh, Governor Kathy Hoechley of New York that we just played? You know, she's not worried about, you know, inflation. She's not worried about food insecurity. She's not worried about tampons not being, at, uh, not being found on a shelf in New York City right now. She's not worried about families. Being forced out of their homes because they can't afford rent, having to sleep right next to meth heads. She's not worried about women being raped on New York trains. She's not worried about people being robbed at gunpoint. She's not worried about any of that. It is very clear what she's worried about and what she's gonna fight back physically and and, and psychologically and emotionally and all that of uh, uh, all that above. What she's gonna do. What she's worried about is the right of the New York citizens to carry weapons. That's what she's worried about. And you know what else she's worried about? She's worried about the LGBTQ plus kids and their right to learn about butt sex. That's what's keeping her awake at night. Know what I'm saying? That's what's really, really keeping her awake at night. So everyone, tell Governor Kathy that she should not be governor anymore she should be in prison. She should be in jail. She should possibly be quartered and hung on the gallows. And that goes the same with all you Federal Reserve members. It's just my opinion, you know. So this is the tweet by uh, Governor Kathy Hochul. Let me get to this, ladies and gentlemen. Let, let, let me get to this. This is it's brilliant. It's awesome. Let me get to this. Former. For many LGBTQ plus kids, libraries are one of the few spaces where they can be welcomed and affirmed for who they are. Our public spaces should be accepting our young people, not rejecting them. To LGBTQ plus New Yorkers, we stand with you. We support you and you are welcome here. Oh, my God. You are welcome here all you grown men that want to dress up like like you know women and you want to come to our New York Public Libraries, you can come to our New York Public Libraries and shake your ass and dance and have library time with little children. We will block up the windows so the parents can't see. We will get even the new COVID-19 vaccine that the FDA just approved and we will have the pedophile give your children the shot. Please. Oh god. Please, please know, LGBTQ community, that we love you so much. We love you so much that we want to make sure that you do not have a right to defend yourself while you get raped on subway trains. We want to make sure that you don't find food. We want to make sure that while we starve you, all by programming, by the way, all programmed, while we starve you artificially, we want to make sure that your children have all the rights in the world to be around your most nearest pedophile that's on the sex registry registry list. Don't worry. He can come here and be as free as he wants to. All brought to you by Governor Kathy Hitchlitz. Yeah. Well, what do you want, guys? I mean, honestly, what do you want from me, guys? You know, I uh, like I said, you can't, you can't make any, you can't make any of this shit up. So, guys, and it it goes, and and, and this, and this uh, shenanigans goes even further than that, ladies and gentlemen. So, after the Biden administration um, introduced, you know, the gas tax holiday, what the hell is that? I know. Um, Well, first of all, what that is, is the absolute uh, destruction of our transportation industry. The Biden administration is literally going to destroy all the way this time, destroy our um, transportation industry with this gas tax holiday. Yeah, they're not liking it. So listen to this. This is the headline, ladies and gentlemen. Biden administration moves to expand Title 12 protections for sexual assault victims, LGBTQ students. Yeah, that's right. Now, the Biden administration is trying to make it to where if you're a man and you dress like a woman, if you get into a fight, well, now that person can be charged for sexual assault towards another man that's dressing like a woman. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The Biden administration is moving to make it illegal for men to get in fight with men that dress like women, that that identify as women. You can't make, I guys, I'm not making this shit up, by the way. Okay, guys, listen to this. Education Secretary Miguel Cardone speaks in the East Room of the White House in Washington, April 27th, 2022. The Biden administration provo- promo- uh, proposed a dramatic rewrite of campus sexual assault rules on Thursday, June 23rd. Moving to expand protections for LGBTQ students bolster the rights of victims and widen the identity sexualism of the colleagues' responsibilities in addressing the sexual misconduct You can't. I'm not making this up. The proposal was announced on the 50th anniversary of the Title 12 women's rights law. Cordena said Title 12 has been instrumental in fighting sexual assault, uh, sexual assault and violence in education. I, 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 I can't I can't believe it, ladies and gentlemen. Honest, I, I honestly, honestly can't believe it. The Biden administration proposed a dramatic overhaul of campus sexual assault rules on Thursday, acting to expand protections for LGBTQ students, bolster for the rights of victims, and widen colleagues' responsibilities in addressing sexual misconduct. Ladies and gentlemen, that literally means what they're saying is, and if you actually look at the uh, the, um, the the proposal and uh, what's in what's in the actual. Um, Transcript: You you cannot make this up, ladies and gentlemen. It says in the actual transcript that if a man gets into uh, not these direct words, but if a man gets into another fight with a ma- with another man that identifies as a woman, not only can that be a man be charged with sexual assault, but can he, he can also be charged with hate crime. It does not matter whether or not it was a it was a fight. That was uh, mutual. It was a mutual fight, meaning both parties engaged in the fight. Both parties wanted to engage in a fight. It does not matter under this new proposal that under this new proposal that the Biden administration is introducing. If you get into a fight with an LGBTQ a man who identifies as a woman or whatever whatever he identifies as in, after the fight, you can get charged with hate. Crime with a hate crime for attacking LGBTQ person with sexual assault, like you literally try to rape a woman, you can get charged with all these other charges that you would normally get charged with if you were doing that to a woman. What a smack in the freaking face to women everywhere here in America! It's absolutely disgusting. It is absolutely disgusting, ladies and gentlemen. And like I said, guys, President Joe Biden's education secretary, Miguel Cordana, said title uh, title 12 has been instrumental in fighting sexual assault and violence in education. Instrumental. Did you hear what he said? Instrumental. Guys, you cannot. I'm telling you right now, you can't make this shit up. So the proposal, um, excuse me. The proposal is almost certain to be challenged by conservatives and is expected to lead to new legal battles over the rights to transgender students in school, especially in sports. It now faces a public feedback period before the Biden administration can finalize any changes, meaning the earliest that the policy is likely to take effect is next year. The step meets a demand from victims' rights advocates who wanted Biden to release new rules no later than the anniversary of Title X. Uh, title 12 i'm sorry which outlaws discrimination based on sexual and sex in schools and colleges advocates say davos rules have gone too far in protecting students accused of sexual misconduct at the expense of the victims you have to be freaking kidding me ladies and gentlemen and once again guys It sounds, this all sounds, it all sounds great, like it does. That sounds like something you'd want to get behind. But then you read the actual proposal, and it's literally, in detail, it it mainly goes after the grown men that are identifying as women. It doesn't even protect women. It doesn't doesn't really protect women. It isn't up the, um, regular, it isn't up the crime, uh, the, the crime, um, um, the imprisonment terms, it isn't up in imprisonment terms. It literally just protects grown men that want to identify as men, and now if you go if you get into engage in a fight with that person, even if that person is grooming your child, well now even if you defend even if you defend your child or physically attack that person, even if you are a hundred percent in the right, you can still get charged for a hate crime. You can still get charged for sexual assault. I mean what What kind of backwards crap is this? So for the first time, the rules would formally protect LGBTQ students under Title 12. Nothing in the 1972 law explicitly addresses this topic. But the new proposal would clarify that the law applies to discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity. I mean, talk about a slam, guys. What a slam to the women in America. The Biden administration has just introduced laws that only protect men that are identifying as women. They don't care about women being raped in New York City on subway, train, uh, subway trains. They don't care about women being raped all across America. Period. Because most women are not carrying a firearm. They don't care about women. They don't. Ca- they. They do not care. The Biden administration is enacting laws and programs. And giving schools and colleges consent, if any of their LGBTQ students get um, hurt in any kind of way, oh, well, it's 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 a hate crime. It's sexual assault. If you attack a woman, oh, well, then, you know what I mean? It's, it's bad, of course. You know what I mean? Of course it's bad. You should never hit a woman. But, I mean, it's nothing like attacking a grown man that identifies as a woman, right? Realize the subliminal messaging that we are getting because of that, guys. I mean, it's ins- I mean, it's 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 insane. It is insane. It is. Um, it's 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 crazy, ladies and gentlemen. It is crazy, and it's just as crazy as this next article I'm about to get to, ladies and gentlemen. But before we get to this, I, I have a few clips that I want to get to. And uh, once again, I I think uh, this, uh, the clips that I'm going to get to, because right now the January 6th committee is going on with um, the unlawful um, uh, court that is being held out of jurisdiction, out of American law. Liz Cheney herself has completely ended her career. And I think she indubitably knows that. She just doesn't care because more than likely she's just going to switch parties. You know what I mean? She she doesn't care. You know what I'm saying. So, guys, um, I did have a few clips I want to get to, guys, um, and we're about ready to go on a quick a uh, quick break, real quick, and then. Um, Actually, you know what? Uh, I, you know, let me just get let me just get to this um, uh, last article real quick. So, so you remember? Everyone remembers how the Democrats were calling for um, defunding the police. They were making it a world. Not, they were making it known to the world that our police here in America are racist. They need to be defunded, and if they can't be defunded, then then they need some type of social workers to them. They need some type of police reform, right? And it has to happen socially has to happen socially, right? Well, get this, ladies and gentlemen. After they've acclimated police unions all across America and some more social indoctrination and some more belief that the white men and gun owners and Christians and all of these people are the real terrorists to them, after they've indoctrinated the police unions and the police precincts for almost a year and a half now, calling them racist and making police so scared to even... Fight back and hold people accountable for the evil deeds that they do. Well now guess what Democrats are calling for? And and I, I'm this is you can't make this shit up, guys. Get this. This is all a little over an hour ago. Dozens of House Democrats call for leaders to increase police funding. Wait, what? Why are Democrats suddenly calling for for funding police oh my god could it have anything to do with the elections coming up could it have anything to do with their supposed strategy of looking like they are we're always a party for freedom and man uh this next election e- that is e- even if we um last until this uh next election but this um these next few weeks are going to be very very interesting very very interesting guys so um, once again this article reads like this dozens of House Democrats call on leaders to increase police funding hmm it's weird why would they be doing that hmm I wonder why more than three dozen House Democrats on Tuesday sent a letter to their leaders urging them to increase funding to police departments amid a rise in crime in the u.s yeah the same crime that they that they um, that they actually committed. They're the ones that actually caused all this crime. But, yeah, now they're calling for the police that they wanted to defund, the police that they wanted to shut down, the police that they firebombed in New York City, the police that they firebombed in Portland, the police that they freaking they shot at and killed here in Nebraska. Now they're calling to give them more money. Hmm, I wonder why they did that. Was this because of the indoctrination that happened after Their little call to um, defund police didn't work, so they had to figure out another way, infiltration and subversion. So, ladies and gentlemen, listen to this. In the letter, the group of lawmakers shared their concerns about the rising crime rate in the country over the past two years and asked for bipartisan legislation to increase police funding in an effort to combat the issue. The lawmakers also shared their disapproval with an effort to package police funding with the FASCO of 2023 appropriations, noting that the move might not be feasible. Will prevent lawmakers from showing their support for law enforcement and could limit bipartisan support for their measure. The Democrats also suggested a series of bills that the House leadership should take up. The House Judicial Committee has made clear to several members that it has no intention of bringing any law, new law enforcement bills through the markup process the letter reads. therefore, we implore you to please use your power to bring these bills to the floor for, for up or down votes as you did recently with the Protection Our Kids Act bill so that every member can be on the set, on the record so that every member can be on the record and their constitutes can know where they stand. Once again, the democrats are holding the police unions and are holding the republicans up at gunpoint. Did you hear what they just said in their own words? They said the house judiciary committee has made it clear to several members that they have no intention of bringing any new law enforcement bills through the markup press for through the markup process, therefore. They implore the Republicans to vote on the bills that they introduced because if they don't vote on them, we're not going to vote on any new bills that you introduce. So you better vote on our bills or else we're going to shut down every bill that you introduce. So what's in this, uh, this, these new police, uh, police union packages, what, right? What's in this new police funding packages? Well, lo and behold, ladies and gentlemen. Lo and behold, it restricts the rights to police to supposedly discriminate against poor neighborhoods, but to therefore use force against suburban right wing extremist figures. You can't make this crap up, ladies and gentlemen. And once again, in their own words. The House of Judiciary Committee has made it very clear to several members that it has no intention of bringing any law enforcement bills through the markup process. Therefore, they implore the Republicans to use their power to bring the bills that the Democrats have introduced up to the floor, vote on them, because we will not vote on any other bill that the Republicans bring up. You either vote on our bills or... Everything that you get, everything that you introduce, will get shut down. Listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. The letter also asks Clyburn, Pelosi, and Hoyer to meet with them next week to have a discussion on the matter, saying that this is a need to make our commi- uh, our communities safer from criminals. Oh yeah, that's what it is. That's that's what it is. That's why they're getting together. That's why they're holding the Republicans up at gunpoint when it comes to gun reform. Either vote on our new gun reform, or uh, um, police reform, I'm sorry. Either vote on our new police reform, or you're not going to vote at all. Or we're just going to vote on ourselves. Listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. The letter was signed by 32 lawmakers, including uh, Representative Katie Porter from California, Dean Phillips from Minnesota, Alyssa uh, Slotkin from uh Michigan, Debbie Dingell from Michigan, and Caroline Bordix from Georgia. Law enforcement funding has become a hot topic in the past few months as crime has risen in the United States. Well, that also is because the Democrats wanted to defund them all across the United States, so they got that for a long time, and then crime felt, you know, went through, skyrocketed through the roof, and then they decided that, okay, well, we can't really defund the police, so let's socialize the police. Let's make sure we put a social worker right next to every single police unit, every single every single police officer, and then tell them they cannot use their guns against the black community, They can't use their guns unless the social worker says so. doesn't matter if they get shot, stabbed. None of that matters. You don't get to defend yourself unless we say so. You don't get to hold this person up, uh, hold them accountable for the way they're acting, if they're harming anyone, if they're acting aggressive, when you're just trying to talk to them and they swing to you. None of that matters. None of that matters. The police are slaves now. The police will only attack and they will only go after who the Democrats say they should go after. That's what kind of world we're living in. That's what kind of America we are living in, ladies and gentlemen. Realize, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Listen to this. This is a quote by... um, um, Stacey Abrams, when we make smart investments in our law enforcement, we get better officer recruitment. We get better retention and we get better interaction with the community and we get safer and we get a safer Georgia, 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 the whole neighborhood. Oh, yeah, you want a safe Georgia, all right? You want such a safe Georgia that you are actually implementing laws to not hold crack dealers up, hold them accountable for selling crack in school neighborhoods. You, you're you introducing laws like that. Yeah, Georgia, you care about keeping your neighborhood safe so much that you're making the police arrest any opposition that that do not agree with you kind of like what's happening out in Ukraine I mean guys you know you can't make this stuff up ladies and gentlemen you cannot make this stuff up. Let's. Uh, we're. All right, so we're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna um, cut this broadcast off, ladies and gentlemen. We do have a lot more news to get to, guys. Especially on the COVID, on the COVID shot, on the FDA approving vaccines for children under five, and then right on cue with New York State and with the rest of the, um, with the rest, uh, with other Democratic states, right on cue introducing laws saying how mad they are that they can restrict the First Amendment. They should be able to restrict the Second Amendment too. And how how mad they are. Possibly New York State, they might throw up a big fit and possibly want to fight the Supreme Court physically. They've already done that, right? The left have already had their own insurrection inside Congress. But oh, they all got let out the uh, the next day for their little insurrection. Yep. But of course, CNN, uh, Fox News, everyone's staying away from that. You can see it on Twitter. Oh, yeah, leftists literally infiltrate the U.S. Capitol and harass and try to stop congressional senators from writing laws into place. Yeah, that actually happened. But they all went to jail. Guess what? It's not like they stayed in jail. No, no, they all got let out the next day. Colbert was like, oh, what? It was just a joke. It was just a joke. Right, but when right wingers do it, oh they're incarcerated indefinitely. They're they're extremists, they're terrorists, they're you know, they're, they're crazy white Nazis, all of the things under the above. I'm telling you where the subliminal messaging that is going on nowadays is astonishing. The rhetoric that we are being introduced to on mainstream uh, mainstream established is even more astonishing. And with the Supreme Court most recent ruling on firearms, I'm so excited about it guys but i am also very 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 um um i'm looking out for the back burner of it guys be very very wary of the streets here in uh, uh streets here in uh, america because they will start to burn i do believe we are going to have a lot of protests start up because of this ladies and gentlemen. So we are going to get to just that, guys. We're going to get to a lot more news. We're going to cut this broadcast off, guys. And then we're going to follow back here in a little bit. We have a, a more news from Bandot Video. And, um, you know, while we're on the subject, ladies, I also want to get to this. Because I don't know if you guys, I don't know if um, yeah, if any of you guys heard about this. So this happened out in uh, New York, right? So nearly 100 dirt bikes and all-terrain vehicles Were confiscated by the NYPD and then bulldozed. Now Mayor Eric Adams said that these are extremely dangerous, and I and I have the video for you right here, ladies and gentlemen. You you can and you can watch a short little video on my Twitter uh, on my Twitter account. Just you know, go to my Twitter, follow me on there, guys. But you can watch this short little video, and it's literally this bulldozer that is going over. A crap load of dirt bikes, of all-terrain four-wheelers, all of that, because Eric Adams had the had the New York Police Department confiscated them because, quote unquote, oh these these uh, types of vehicles are very very dangerous and they're illegal on the city streets. What kind of dictator? Shit is that. I mean, I'm t- talk about tyranny, ladies and gentlemen. Talk about tyranny. Mayor Eric Adams just tells you that no, no, it's not that you just can't have guns anymore. It's not that you just can't feed yourself anymore. Now we're gonna take away your freaking fun. Now we're gonna now we're gonna make riding dirt bikes and all trained vehicles like four wheelers and stuff like that completely illegal not only that we're gonna have police go door-to-door and confiscate them i'm telling you what guys it wow i mean wow and this is and this is a few days old i'm not gonna lie but i i wanted to get to it on the last couple uploads over the last couple of days i'm actually right when it happened um uh, other things just you know uh other things came up this only happened yesterday but other things came up, guys, and you know, I, I just, I, I kind of put it in the back burner. But we're getting into it now, right? Unfortunately, right at the end of this broadcast. But I mean, just talk about some shit, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, talk about some shit. New, and, and that also means, ladies. I don't think people really realize this too. That also means that the New York Police Department had to go door to door and check people's homes to make sure they didn't have any kind of dirt bike or all-terrain vehicle in their garage or in their home so the notion when i hear oh gun confiscation can never happen police will never go door to door and check for firearms you don't think they will because the new york police department just confiscated all of the uh, over nearly over 100 dirt bikes and over a hundred all-terrain vehicles, like four-by-fours, uh, four-wheelers, confiscated them. How do you think they did that? They went door to door and took them from people's homes. So do not think for one second that the police in America are not thinking about going door to door and taking away your firearms. Ladies and gentlemen, um, that's gonna bring now this is seriously gonna bring me to, to the end of this broadcast. Thank you very, very much for um joining me once again on this adventure. Thank you very, very much for everything that you guys do. It genuinely means a lot to me for all the support I've gotten ever since I've started this show. Lord knows that, um, I, I, I myself have come a long way. I've learned a lot um, doing these podcasts, and I've also learned a lot from my listeners. Hearing the feedback from them, uh, hearing the comments—you know what I mean? Any, any good, any scrutiny is good scrutiny. You know what I mean? So whenever I get scrutiny and how I can better my podcast, ladies and gentlemen, I, I do take that into um, frank. I do believe that, like I said, good. Uh, any scrutiny is good scrutiny. It's just the way you take it yourself. But ladies and gentlemen, please follow me right here on Anchor and or Spotify for the most recent updated information. Guys, we cover everything. Subliminal Message Studios is a one-stop shop. For all of your real news, I mean, we have Thrive Time Show, we have David Icke, we have Alex Jones, we have Owen Shore, we have American Journal, we have Christy Page, we have our Christy Lee, we have Page Rage, we have we have it all, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. We have Greg Reese, Paul Watson, The Brown Report, Derek McGreen, we have Project Veritas, we have Nick J. Fuentes. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Badass Uncle Sam. We have Roger Stone. We have Bryson Gray, Tommy Robinson. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you what, Subliminal Message Studios is literally a one-stop shop where you're gonna get all the real news and what's really, really going on in America, ladies and gentlemen. Completely biased of our political beliefs, we bring to you the real news. Not our truth, not their truth, but the truth. While using history, and soul and passion To keep the fight going in America, ladies and gentlemen. So please support this channel, guys. Donate if you can. I really do appreciate it. And I honestly do genuinely mean that. Any support I get, I honestly do mean that. Thank you very much. Follow me right here on Anchor and or Spotify, on Rumble, on Twitter, and Instagram, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, we are in the middle of creating another Facebook page for Subliminal Message Studios. So look out for that. We'll put all the links down in the uh, subscription. Thank you very much, guys. And I will see you out there. I would definitely see you out there.